Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hey, and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He is the person to turn to as your financial coach right here on the program each and every week. I always enjoy the chance to catch up and chit-chat with Kevin a little bit here on the program. Our hour together flies by each week, and uh, we've got some great things to talk about on the show today. We'll tell you all about that in a moment, but let's introduce you to Kevin in case you're new to the program and so you can get used to his voice. It's distinct. It is unique, and uh, he is always just fun to talk to. Kevin, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Walter. We're, we're enjoying fall here in Michigan. Halloween's around the corner, so we're getting ready for that. And you are right. I listen to myself on the radio once in a while, and I still can't believe that's my voice. So Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound like me at all to me. So Well, I've been doing it since I was 16, <clears throat> and I still don't get used to it. Um, <laughs> and most people like my voice, although I, something really funny happened the other day. Uh, I got an email, and, the, and the, the, the client, Kevin, said, no offense, but I really don't like whoever voiced um, this commercial. Can you please find someone that has a different voice? And uh, and the client didn't know that it was my voice on the you know on the commercial. He was just saying like whoever you picked for this voice is is terrible, and I, I don't like it. And so I was like, okay, no problem. We'll we'll find somebody <laughs> new. And on the inside, I died a little. I was like, oh no, somebody didn't like me. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I actually don't take offense to that kind of stuff anymore. It's like yeah, everybody has different preferences and that sort of thing. So it's all good. Well, you know that's funny because every once in a while, we'll, we, you know, we run some commercials obviously on the on a radio share, but every once in a while, well, I'll get somebody caught. Hey, I'm tired of that. Change it. Hey, that's right. Yeah, we will hear that. You're right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I get that. So yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, yeah. Any complaints? Give Kevin a call. Feel free to just unleash on him anything you got. <laughs> I'll give you out the phone number a couple of times today. Yeah, there, uh, you we, go. there you go. You just opened up Pan, the you know uh, the Pandora's um, box right there, Kevin. You just said like we actually take action on listener feedback, so people are going to be like, oh, they're going to listen to me. I'm calling in. <laughs> <laughs> we do take we do take action on listener feedback all the time. Yes. That's right. We sure do. And we have good sides of that, too, right? Everybody wants to know, you know, what's going on in our world and how you wait, you know, all that weight you lost and all the hunting I do and fishing. And everybody's always curious about that stuff. So, Well, that's the fun part of the show is uh, we do have, you know, we, we have fun with the financial talk and all that kind of stuff. And it's important. But uh, I think we keep it loose enough to where we get to have a little fun along the way, Kevin. So um, I, I really enjoyed that about this. We do. I mean, I remember one time we're talking about what was my favorite toy, and we talk about a slinky, and my grandmother's going down the steps. Yeah, yeah. Somebody shows up the next week with a slinky, the old time slinky in the box. Is that right? That's right now. Yeah, that's so awesome. It's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. I should have sent this to you. I saw something online the other day with a guy who does slinky performances, and he like turns out the lights, and all of his slinkies are glow in the dark, and then he he matches it to music, and then he swings them around, and he does crazy like acrobatic type things with the slinkies. It's it's pretty wild looking. So being a slink, being an old slinky fan, you might find it interesting. Anything will go. There you go. That's right. Well, uh, are you dressed up for Halloween and uh, and ready to go for the uh, celebrations this year? I'm as dressed up as about I'm going to get. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> as in uh, your normal everyday attire. My normal everyday attire. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I like that. But it, but it's fun here in Pink County. You know, we have the uh, 
St. Michael school kids come around uh, during Halloween, so That's I have bags and bags of candy waiting for them. So they'll pop by here, all the little costumes. It's, it's really, really cute to see them. I got to say, this might be our first ever true neighborhood Halloween because, you know, we moved and our new home is in like an actual neighborhood and there's a lot of kids around. And um, I think it's going to be the kind of neighborhood that's, you know, got a ton of people walking through. So we're kind of excited for for Halloween this year. I, I still don't get excited about like dressing up and stuff, but I like seeing, you know, the kids in their costumes and having a bunch of candy to give out because yep. every year we buy a ton of stuff, even though we know nobody's going to come to the door. And uh, then we just have all this leftover candy. So I'm actually excited to give it away this year instead of just hoarding it and then eating it all. <laughs> and have you seen the inflation on candy? I was like, oh, oh no, we have, I, we've got to go buy ours still. So yeah, this is I, not good. I had to buy 200 and some odd pieces. So, yeah, it's a little more expensive than it was last year, Uh-oh. but it's still fun. So. All, right. All right. It sounds like kids might be getting toothbrushes or uh, something like that from <laughs> the storehold household this year. Do you remember the, it was usually a nice little old lady in your neighborhood who'd give you a dime or something at the time and instead of candy? Yeah. I yeah, mean, we had to. I, I would have taken that because I'm not a candy guy. So if yeah. it's not chocolate, yeah, I'll take the, get, give me something else with some value, you know? Yep, yep. I'll, 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 I'll take a dime. I don't mind that. <laughs> Uh, too funny. Well, uh, hopefully everybody has a great Halloween weekend, if that is such a thing. I'm sure there's some early trick-or-treaters out there maybe over the weekend, uh, not waiting till Monday night. But whenever you uh, get out there and have a good time, please do so safely and enjoy yourself. Well, let's get into some of that financial talk on the show today, Kevin. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit later about some advisor characteristics, what makes an advisor trustworthy, likable. Uh, do they have a good listening ability? We're going to talk about some different characteristics. So, you know, what, what are the variances as you go from advisor to advisor? How do you separate folks who may have the same designations and may, may look the same on the outside? How do you kind of really drill down there? That'll be fun. We might answer a question or two from our listeners later on as well. But you know what? My favorite thing about Halloween, Kevin, is not the actual Halloween festivities. It just means that we're entrenched in fall, and I love it. Connie made butternut squash soup the other night, and it Ooh. was amazing. And it, and it just made me just scream, fall. Fall is here. And I think chili is on the list for uh, for this weekend. So I'm excited about that. Football's going to be on in the background. That, to me, is just uh, sort of the essence of fall, and that's why I like this time of year. And since we're in the midst of football season, we thought it would be fun to have a segment on this week's show that we call The Retirement gridiron so we're going to take a look and see what we can learn about financial planning from the game of football and even if you're not like a diehard football fan um you know or if you're checked out because the lions you know aren't doing so well this season unfortunately again again they at least are a little bit more exciting of a team this year aren't they like i feel like they've had some closer games there's been a little bit more excitement here they scored 45 points and still lost so that was uh (laughs) it depends on how you look at it right like that's either cool because it was at least a high scoring game or it's very depressing and then they fumbled the ball what four or five times last week so yeah that's crazy yeah all right we won't focus too much on the lions part but let's pick winning teams that's right we won't go too into detail and football strategy and all that so you won't get lost on the show today if you uh even if you aren't a huge football fan but here we go kevin let's start with an easy one here this is the red zone and i think we've even just casually without even the football connection talked about the red zone in retirement we'll expand on that in a moment but first what's the red zone in football and then the financial connection well we we think the red red zone excuse me is the last five or ten years before you retire we want to get you prepared we want to start having that conversation how things are going to go what your dreams are in retirement and we know that if you don't prepare correctly you don't get the planning process correctly you make a mistake it's going to be costly 
and that, that could you know be detrimental to your uh, retirement plans. If you don't make the right decisions, think of it this way, Walter. We're talking five to ten years prior, so we got time to you know to make some adjustments as they do in the football field. But if you come into our office, typically if you're in that red zone, you're five to ten years out. I'm going to look at your plan, and say we need to make some you know some adjustments to this plan. And if you don't plan properly, I don't think people realize this. If you're just winging it and you're going down the you know you're going down the field and you're constantly trying to make a first down, the thing that's going to happen is if those plans don't work out, something's going to have to go in retirement. You know, are you going to, what are you going to give up in retirement? Are you going to give up, you're going to have, you know, less free time to do the things you want because money's going to be tight. So this red zone is critically important. So if you're five to 10 years out from retirement, it's a good time to sit down and start that conversation with your advisor about, am I on the path? Am I, do I need to make some decisions? Do I need to make some adjustments in my portfolio? Am I online to even get to retirement? If not, this five to 10 years out will give you enough time to make adjustments, get on get on track, and get your plan nailed down. So when you do get within a year or two of retirement, you're going to feel more confident going into there. Great points, Kevin. That's the red zone, both in football and in retirement. What about the hurry-up offense? Uh, we see teams doing this. I mean, it's always been part of the game, but more and more with the closer games, the higher-scoring offenses, right at the end of the game, you'll hear the announcer say, all right, they're going into the hurry-up offense. What is that, Kevin, and uh, the financial connection there? Well, you're, you're now the hurry-up offense. You're probably a year or two away from retirement, and you're thinking, am I ready for retirement? Um, and you're trying to see, am I, am I on track for it? Do I have enough risk, not enough risk? And then you find out, hey, I'm a behind. I need to take a lot more risk to close the gap that we're talking about here. But that's almost never fixes the problem. You don't want to be put in that position to do a Hail, Hail Mary. You notice I'm pulling in all these football terms, Walter? I love it. Keep it coming. Yes. So the Hail Mary, you don't want to be put in a position. Occasionally, we'll have somebody put in there. They got it. They have to take massive risk in order to do what they do you know what they want to in retirement that's usually not a plan so if you do not plan right for retirement again something's going to suffer you're going to need to decide what it is are you not going to go out as much to eat in retirement you're going to do less entertainment you're going to do less golf less traveling whatever it is something is going to suffer if you don't sit down and you don't do the proper planning because your the income is going to be tight so if you're sitting in the in the background thinking i'm a year or two out i don't want to do a hail mary you have to sit down, you have to do that planning process. You do not want to be put in a position to cut back on the things like the entertainment, going out to eat, whatever it is you've been dreaming about getting to retirement. All these years you've worked, you don't want to be put in that position where you're forced to cut back something. And now your retirement isn't what you've been thinking was going to be in your and all of a sudden it's a reality and then maybe you have to go back to work part-time someplace just to supplement your income to do the things that you're going to need to do on an everyday basis. So when we're talking about that, don't do the hurry up offense. Sit down, start planning, have a good solid plan and get into position so where you can retire with the confidence you've been looking forward to. Yeah, nobody wants to get into those bad situations in retirement. That's why proper planning helps so much. And if you have questions for Kevin, you can reach out to him by calling 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, if you can't tell, is local. Uh, born and raised in Penn Conning, that's where the office is today. In fact, uh, again, 888-885-PLAN is the number to dial. Kevin can take you through the Simplicity Plan. Uh, that's the proprietary plan that uh, Kevin has put together with a great team at Insight Folios, uh, serving you to help you prepare to get to and all the way through 
through retirement, but in a way that's simple and easy to understand so that you don't get lost in the complexity of the planning process. So if you're looking to make financial and retirement planning simpler, this is not only the show for you, but reach out to Kevin and ask some more of your questions about your situation. 888-885-PLAN is that number to dial. All right, we've got another uh, football comparison here as we talk about retirement in the gridiron or on the gridiron. Victory formation. These are the sweet words that teams love to hear the announcers say. Uh, the team's going into victory formation, Kevin. This is what, at the end of the game, they get in kind of that special protection mode formation. All they have to do is kneel the ball down, and they win. They don't have to run an actual play, and uh, you just you know you've got the win in hand at that point. You just don't want to screw it up at that point. Well, that's that's a nice formation, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you would call it like, you know, loser formation would be much worse. That would be, <laughs> no one would yeah, like that formation. Much worse. <laughs> we don't want that formation. You can't go wrong with something called victory formation, I don't think. That's right. So in retirement planning, what, what are we talking about victory formation? Well, hopefully you've been planning all along. You're getting close to retirement. You've solved your income needs. So let's think of it this way, Walter. In every story, it seems to be a hero and a villain. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I agree with that pretty much. So the so the hero when people come into my office, who do you think the heroes are in their story? Well, it should be them, right? It's them. That's right. Why why are they the hero? Well, they sacrificed. They worked overtime. They missed kids' ball games or children's ball games. They did everything. They they had taken money out of their paycheck to put in their four hundred one k's. They did all the right things. So in when people come into my office, the villain is going to be the shortfall. In other words. You saved your entire life. You have fixed income coming in, whether it be Social Security or pension, and there's you're missing some income. So if you have $2,000 income coming in, you need three, that 1000 is your shortfall. In most stories, you know, you need to defeat that shortfall. So how do you do it? Well, you want to get in some sort of victory formations as we're talking about here. You want to see how we're going to solve for your income needs, how we're going to solve for that shortfall so that that shortfall doesn't come back to be a villain later on in life. And how do you do it? Well, there's investments that produce income and up, down, and side markets. There's investments that are guaranteed. There's investments that are not guaranteed. How do they fit in your portfolio going down the road? Are they necessarily the right uh, investments in your portfolio at this time? Or do you need to make adjustments and tweak those adjustments and make some better financial decisions so you get to and through retirement? I think that's what we have to do is we have to get you ready for the victory formation before you sign the papers and say, I'm going to retire. So make sure you're in that formation. As as Walter says, don't be in a loser formation, <laughs> be in the victory formation before you pull that trigger and retire. That's right. I don't think teams even plan to have a loser formation. So uh, yeah, let's, let's stick with the victory formation. That's what we want. All right, last but not least, one more lesson from football that we can relate to financial planning is that good coaches make a difference. And you know, in football, some teams, they just never find success. They're constantly firing a coach every three to four years. But the successful teams seem to find that good coach, keep him around for a long time. They end up winning a lot of games. But you've also seen it uh, this season. You said we would focus on some different teams other than the Lions, right? So look at the uh, the Jets and the Giants. To this point in the season, have passed everybody's expectations. Um, you know, new coaching regimes finally starting to take hold, new methodologies, new ways of thinking. And, uh, you know, the kind of the bottom dwellers of the league all of a sudden look really good. Well, they do. Have you noticed that, you know, there's always coaches that stick out, right? No matter what team they put them on, like Bill Parcells, for example. You know, I'm the old time guy here. You know, no matter where you put him, 
he seemed to be a winner. Phil Jackson, you know, all of these coaches, you know, um, Pat Riley, all of these coaches seem to be able to communicate to their players and get them going in the same direction. Same thing here when you're talking to a financial coach. The, the coach has to be, get down. And in my opinion, my personal opinion, Walter, we have to educate. Because if you're not educated going to retirement, that's a major pitfall. You have to understand how the investments you have in your portfolio are going to be used to, you know, to turn into income, get a bigger, better legacy, um, lessen the taxes. All of those things come into the planning process. So if you're sitting on the sideline and your financial coach or your financial advisor is pitching products, that's probably not necessarily the best thing to do. You want something that, in my opinion, is going to educate you. So when you walk out of that office, you say, I get it. I understand it. I understand how going through retirement, I understand how I'm going to produce the income. I understand how the legacy is going to work. I understand how my taxes are going to come into play. You understand all of those things. So if we're doing our job right as an advisor, we should teach ourselves out of a job just through the education process. Now, that doesn't happen often, but my goal is when you come in that you understand it. You un- you're going to go home and you're for the first time, you're going to say, when we look at that simplicity program, aha, I get it. And that's what a good coach does. They teach you, they translate things, they, they break it down into everyday common terms so that when you're going into retirement and the market falls, you're not panicking, you're not making you know, emotional decisions, you have a plan and you're going to stick to it and you're going to make small adjustments along the way. That's what a good coach is going to do for you. It's all part of the planning process that Kevin takes his clients through, uh, putting the overall plan in place, but then not afraid to make little adjustments along the way to keep it on the right track. That's the kind of planning that comes along with about three decades of experience in this realm. Uh, You can get in touch with Kevin and set up your time to meet and visit for that complimentary financial review by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 885-7526. If you could get the voicemail, leave a quick message, let Kevin know that you'd like to come in and meet with him in the near future, and you guys can have a chat about your plan and what to do moving forward. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call, 888-885-7526. You can also find Kevin online at insightfolios.com. Hey, more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. More on the way. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. Well, that's what we thought. Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with an office in Pinconning, of course. You can find him online at insightfolios.com. Kevin is also the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement. It's part of what he includes in his Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Uh, The toolkit is a physical box that Kevin will send to you, packed not only with that book, but another one as well. Some special reports about saving money on taxes, income planning, retirement preparation. It's a great way to dip your toe in the water of your retirement planning journey if you have not done that yet. Uh, Pick up this toolkit absolutely free. All you have to do is text the word KIT to the number 33. Two two two. Again, just put the word kit in the message of your cell phone and send it to the number 33222. We'll text you right back a link to click on and fill out the form to get your free retirement rescue toolkit. Again, no cost. Just text kit to 33222. 
Kevin, I thought we'd spend a few minutes on the show today talking about advisor characteristics and why it's important for an advisor to have these various characteristics that we're going to talk about, but also maybe some tips for how someone listening to today's show could determine if an advisor they're currently working with or maybe going to work with in the future has these essential characteristics as part of their personality, planning process, etc. How's that sound? It sounds like we're going to unzip a little bit of my head and go in and see what's in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, we, we, I just saw Silence of the Lambs for the first time like yeah. two weeks ago. I don't know why it took me this long to finally see the movie. Um, Connie and I watched it the other day. And um, it just kind of since it was the Halloween season, right? Yep. Um, and uh, it's just when you said unzip your head to see your brain, it just got me thinking of, <laughs> of the show. Yeah. Uh, so now I have to get that image out of my head and get back to focusing on uh, financial talk here. Thanks, Kevin, for that image today. <laughs> All right, let's talk about trust. How do you decide if someone's trustworthy? It's hard to like take a test on that, right? Is it just the gut feeling as it is with everything else in life? Well, let me ask you a question. If you walk into Home Depot or Best Buy or car dealership, how do you determine if that person's trustworthy? Well, that's a great point. You know, the Home Depot one is a great, it's just like an excellent one to pick out because there is this immediate I think it's two factors that pop up, right? And you get an immediate sense of whether, one, does this person know more than I know, right? Like, because uh, yep. yep. that happens, right? They might come in and be like, no, 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 he's not, he's definitely, like, right away, He, I can tell he doesn't know as much as what I know. Or like, oh, yeah, this guy's way smarter than I am about this topic, so I'll, I'm going to trust him implicitly. So sometimes it's just on knowledge, expertise, right? If you know more than me, I implicitly am like, okay, I trust you to tell me the right thing to do. But that's a pretty simple transaction. So then, yeah, I guess it's a combo of that. Recognition of knowledge builds some trust immediately, and then it's the gut feeling that kind of bolsters that. Yeah, so, you know, you you can, from a financial standpoint, I'm listening to Jordan Bedford, I think that's his name, The Way of the Wolf. Okay. So if you listen to that, and somebody told me it was a good listen, I'm cringing listening through it the whole time because it's, it's nothing but pitch after pitch after pitch after pitch. You know, you have to have the sequence of things, you know, remember who oh, he was. Oh, that's, to, that's, that's the, the Wolf of Wall Street guy. The Wolf of okay, Wall Street yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. It's in his own words, he narrates it. But I'm just cringing because he's, you know, you got to have these sales techniques down. You got to do things in a certain way. You know, you got to lead them down. You know, he called it the, uh, I forget what he calls it, the straight line. That's what it was, straight line path. So, you know, I think people know that when you're being pitched something versus being educated something. So I think the way I trust people or the way that you trust advisors is if you're not pitched something, if you feel like you're being pitched, this is the latest, greatest product, I think that kind of turns off the trust factor. And I think for people like myself who do the education process, we're going to bring you in, we're going to show you a shortfall, we're going to show you more importantly how to solve that shortfall, and we're going to educate you along the way, and we're going to hopefully impart some knowledge on you. Um, so you finally get it, you know, because this advisor, you know, financial advisor shouldn't, if you think about it, Walter, most people when they have a financial advisor experience do this, you'll go into an office on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel? They'll take all your information. And then meeting number two, you come back. And the most important thing I think a client needs to see is what did that advisor do while you were gone i don't do that we do it right in front of you when you come in we build your plan right there so you see it that's the most important part how are all of these things lining up how are how do they all fit so you know when you you when you're going out of the office how it works how it fits in your plan how it's benefiting you all those other things so i think trust for me 
is a lot of education, a lot of, you know, determining, you know, how, how investments fit and pointing out how they fit in those things. Does that make sense to you? It does make sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, trust is such a huge thing and it is very difficult to pin down sometimes. So every little bit of piece of information we can get about building, understanding and establishing that trust is ultimately going to be really helpful. So that's great. What about likability? I mean, do you think um, it's important that somebody assesses whether they like you, Kevin? I mean, if we're really, if we're all about money and it's all about the business and making sure we're ready for retirement, how much does likability really factor into everything? I think it factors in quite a bit because, you know, if I go to Home Depot and I don't like that particular person, I'm going to go someplace else just because I get that, you know, that, that vibe or whatever it is. It's pretty closely linked to that trust element, isn't it? It is. It is. Because, you know, your gut feeling, as you said earlier, is going to tell you a lot, right? I think the Italians, my buddy's Italian, called it conunge, I think. You know, trust your gut feeling. Um, when it comes to likability, there's two sides to that coin. If you think about it, when, when somebody comes in and meets me, you know, I have to be likable, or I would hope that I, I am likable. But on the other side of that coin, I have to like you also. So if I don't like you, we're probably not going to be able to, you know, to, you know, have this partnership where we help one another and go down that road. But likability is key. You know, you have to like a person because you don't want that person who every time the phone rings, you know, you don't want to, you get that gut feeling. I don't want to talk to that particular person. I don't want to go down that avenue. And I think if you don't like your advisor, then there's, there's a problem that underneath that you, you just haven't, uh, you know, quite figured out what it is. You have to like your advisor, in my opinion. You have to have some common ground, and you have to be able to, that likability goes into trust. You have to be able to trust that person, too. All right. What about, uh, we kind of touched on this one with the Home Depot example. Let's expand it out a little bit more. Area of expertise, because sometimes I go into the Home Depot, and it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not the fact that this guy doesn't know much about me. It's just that I caught the guy who works in lumber over in the plumbing section. And so he's like, ah. You know, like, I want to be helpful. I want to help you. But let me find somebody in this area that's, you know, a specialist who can help you pick out what you need to because, you know, I'm the lumber guy. Um, I imagine it's kind of the same thing in the advisor world, right? Maybe different specialties. How do you find the right fit for what you're looking for? Well, that's exactly right. And the problem sometimes is is the advisor tries to be an expert in all areas. And you just can't do that. If you go to a doctor. That's true. Because sometimes you, know, right? you do go into the Home Depot. I mean, I, right. we, we keep bringing you back to Home Depot, right? But sometimes you do go in and it's clear that the guy's in the wrong section. But just to be helpful. I mean, I used to do this when I worked at Best Buy right out of college. You know, I worked in appliances, but sometimes I'd get thrown into home theater or over into computers when they needed extra staffing. And it's like, I'm a warm body. I'm here to help. But honestly, I don't really know much about, you know, antivirus software right now. So <laughs> Yes. So let's get you to the person who does, right? And and sometimes that's the sometimes that's the way to go, right? Like let let me match you up with a specialist for what you need versus me just, you know, being someone sometimes it's great to just be that person that comes alongside you and tries to help you out. But uh, it's better if you can go find somebody who knows in those situations, especially when we expand this out and talk about life savings. It is it is. So let me give you an example. I specialize in retirement planning. So if you come to me and ask me a Medicare uh, question, I'm going to refer you to somebody that I trust because I don't know much about Medicare. If you come to me and ask me about health insurance, I'm going to do the same because I don't know much about health insurance. So the same situation here. I specialize in one thing that's income planning and retirement planning. That's to get you to and through retirement. If you're looking for something like the Medicare, the health insurance, the disability, all those other types of things that are included in the head of a financial advisor, I'm going to refer you to somebody 
who knows so if you, your advisor is sitting out there and wears all hats, he's probably you know that advisor is pr- probably not good at one thing. You have to specialize, in my opinion, and you have to have expertise in one thing, and you have to be very good at it and and be educational about it and go forth into your career specializing in one thing. If we look at doctors, you know, brain surgeon specializes in brain surgery. You know, a neuros neurosurgeon, same thing. You want that in the same type of advisor you're doing. So if you're just starting out, you have a family, you're getting married, you probably want sort one sort of advisor. If you're getting close to retirement, you probably want somebody who specializes in that. So keep that in the back of your mind. Make sure that you're aligning your needs with an advisor that has expertise in that area so they can get you to and through retirement. That number to call to get in touch with Kevin if you want to talk retirement planning in a little more detail is 888 888- 885 plan I want to work with somebody who has expertise in the area specifically of preparing not only to get to retirement but all the way through it as well Kevin's the person to reach out to 888-885 plan 888-885-7526 um, you, you make me chuckle, Kevin. I was thinking just of, I'm just transporting myself back into situations when I've gone to a Home Depot or a Best Buy <laughs> or someplace and walking around and getting really good help from somebody. But eventually, sometimes it's just like, well, I don't know. Let's Google it. And I'm like, well, I can do that. <laughs> you <know>? yes. <laughs> YouTube can, is our friend in some cases. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I can do the whole Google thing. So if mm-hmm. you don't know, just tell me to go Google it. You don't have to yeah. Google it for me. So yeah. it's pretty funny. I, I, I chuckle at those times. All right. What about listening ability? This is really important, Kevin, because you're the expert. I mean, we should be listening to you if we come in to meet with you. But at the same time, there's this importance where the advisor also needs to be a good listener. We do. We have to encompass what your ideal retirement is going to be. We have to listen. We have to put that into the plan. We have to come back and show you that, you know, based on what you told us, what you told me is the most important that we have that in your planning process. We have the income you're going to need. We're, you know, we're not going to worry about shortfall. We're going to have all of these things in place before you pull the trigger and go into retirement. So if your advisor, again, if your advisor, I think, or if your Home Depot person or your Best Buy person, if you're going in there and you say, I need a refrigerator, and then they're showing you the one that's on sale, is it necessarily the best refrigerator for you? Or should we listen to what you're really looking for into a refrigerator and put those things in that refrigerator that will make your life better going through? Same thing when it comes to financial advisor. We need to listen. What's important to you? How important is it? You know, we need to solve all those issues to get you so on the right path so you can enjoy all those things that you worked 30 years to get to retirement for. Listening is critical. If you come to my office, I, I typically listen two to three times more than I talk because it's very important. And then once we get out your goals, your objectives, your dreams, all those types of things, then I probably will talk more, you know, educating you how these things are going to do what and how they're going to fill that those needs that uh, you're trying to fill going into retirement. So listening is is critical. Really, really important. All right. Last but not least, when you're looking for an advisor, look for a problem finder, not just a problem solver. That's obviously important, but a problem finder as well, because sometimes a client's not going to be able to find the problems that exist in their portfolio to be able to fix them. That's where an experienced advisor can really come to the table and help out. Well, that's again, let's use the doctor in this particular instance. You know, the doctor is looking for problems. That's why they do all the tests. So you may have high cholesterol and you may just start at that. But he that doctor knows or she knows going down the road, 
it could create a whole lot of problems. And you want to get in front of that problem before it gets that way. Same thing when we're talking about a financial advisor. I can see problems that some people don't even think about just by the way their assets are structured and the way they their planning is, is going. Do we have to be a problem solver? You bet we do. Because most people that come in my office have a shortfall. And we have to solve for that shortfall. That's a problem. How are we going to, you know, defeat that villain, which is a shortfall in your retirement plan? You didn't have that shortfall. You didn't have that villain while you were working because you had income coming in. Now you're retired. You don't have a paycheck coming in. You have Social Security, a pension, but you're probably in most cases still going to have the shortfall. So that's the number one problem I see when people come into my office. I need an extra $2,000 a month of income just to live on. Well, that's the problem. How are we going to fix it? How are we going to address it? How are we going to take investments to fill that shortfall? And more importantly, how are we going to educate you so you understand that? So when the market does go backwards, because it's going to every so often, that you're not making emotional decisions. You're grounded. You have a plan. You understand how it works. And you understand how we're solving those problems from an advisor standpoint. So don't go into retirement without knowing how to fix your problems. And the number one problem most people have when they come in my office is how to fill that shortfall. Defeat that villain before you go into retirement. Love the way you describe that, Kevin. Again, if you want to talk about your financial plan in specifics and get customized retirement planning guidance and advice, reach out to Kevin at Insight Folios at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- 885-7526. You can set up a time to visit, ask the questions that are on your mind about financial and retirement planning, have that deep conversation. Uh, again, get specific about your plan that way. 888-885-PLAN is the number. You can go through the simplicity planning process that's going to make sure every stone is overturned and looked under, and uh, you'll be in good shape financially going forward if you go through this review process. 888-885-PLAN is that number to call. Again, 888-885-7526 and always online at insightfolios.com. Get your complimentary review with Kevin and the team today. Hey, more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Stay tuned. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on the show today. Kevin, my question for you this week is, who in your family would you consider a character? I have lots of characters in my family, Walter. I can can imagine. And I mean that in a good way because- Yeah, of course. From both sides, my mom and my dad's side, they're they're great teasers, great pranksters, but I can tell you a story that comes because it's my dad. Um, that comes to mind is if you're a kid and you come over to my dad's house to visit, he did this to a lot of kids. There's a field across from his house and he would always go drop a dollar here and a quarter there. And he'd say to the kids that come over, you know, let's go to the money field. They grow money out there. So oh, not only great. not only did they, you know, he knew where the money's at, you know, so he'd typically find it before they did. But it kept him busy for hours because they always thought they were looking for money. Um, that's just one story. I could, I could tell you a lot of stories about the characters, you know, uncles and aunts. And my mom was a great prankster too. You know, she was more on the dry side as far as pranksters. You know, one time I come over, she short sheeted my bed 
um, because I pulled a prank on her and I didn't know it until obviously you got into bed. So there's lots of things on my side of the family as far as characters go that are, are they're, they're coming out and, you know, all the memories are coming out. We don't have enough time in this show, but give me your example. Yeah, I, well, I was almost thinking I, I might be the character, you know, you know, one of those things you start thinking about who's the character, you know, you start thinking like, well, who is that that does that? And if you can't think of anybody, then it's you. Like if, you, yes. if it's you in the friend group. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe I'm a little bit of a character. You know, my grandfather is, um, he's just been a character his whole life, I think. Um, I don't know if he would like being described that way because he's also a very serious man. But yet, so uh, he has like a very jovial nature like I do and always finding wonder in the little things in life. And so he's also a character about a lot of other things, too. Like he's very he's very jovial in nature despite being a very serious person. And so he's just always got something a little kooky mixed up whenever we go out for, you know, and visit for Christmas. He's had lots of little traditions that he always does and lots of little th- – he loves to whistle. And, uh, gosh, the more I think about him, the more I, as I get older, I'm becoming more and more like my grandfather. Yeah, which we is do, like, we do. A good thing, um, but it does make you chuckle a little bit. So he's a character in just all the lovable ways, I would say. And then I do have a uh, uh, my other grandmother's husband. He's a bit of a character. Every visit, there you can guarantee there will be conversations about soccer and how soccer is going to be the biggest sport in the country one of these days. And two, why hasn't the NFL hired sumo wrestlers to be offensive linemen? Just there like for the last 20 years, it's you can just always count on those two conversations every time you go to visit. So um, I'd say that that qualifies as like the definition of a character, among among other things, too. It's, so. it's funny because we had a client come in the office yesterday. She was telling me about her dad. As one of the, you know, all the grandkids every year, he says, hey, do you want a belt or do you want a calendar? And the kids are being polite and they say, I'll take a calendar. He says, well, it's a couple of years old, but, you know, they got nice pictures on it. And he holds a straight face, you know, and so they don't know which way to take him. think he's crazy or whatever. But I love that. That's love a character that. right there, too. Yep. 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 Anybody just throws you off balance a little bit yep. in a good hearted way. It's always nice. Yep. It never lets on what he's doing. That's so right. It's just funny. So, that's right. Yep. We've all got them, I think, in the family, that's for sure. Well, hey, more coming up on today's show. That's getting to know Kevin a little bit better, and uh, we'll finish up with answering one of your questions coming up here on Simply Financial. For all the latest news and information you need to retire successfully, visit InsightFolios.com. That's InsightFolios.com. As we get ready to wrap up this week's show of Simply Financial, we want to answer one of your questions. You can submit questions, by the way, by emailing Kevin, kevin at insightfolios.com, and just let him know you have a question for the radio show. That's kevin at insightfolios.com. This one comes to us from Susan. Susan says, I don't want to make an emotional decision, but I'm really ready to walk away from my job. I just turned 62, so Social Security is available to me now, which makes it even more tempting. Is it irresponsible to retire so young? And yes, I do consider myself young. <laughs> <laughs> well, Susan, 62, you are young. I agree with that. Um, but here it comes down. You just you hit it right on the You don't want to make an emotional decision because you're ready to retire. You sounds like you had enough of the job that you're in. How do you make a, a, a non-emotional decision? Well, it's easy. You sit down. You put a plan together, your income plan, and in that income plan is going to be that Social Security you're talking about. Do you take it at 62 or do you wait till 67? How do you know? Do you take a pension now if you have or do you defer it? How do you know? All these answers can be questioned, I mean answered, going into the planning process. And more importantly, do you have a shortfall and can it be solved for? 
can we solve that shortfall problem? So before you retire, before you pull the trigger, before you walk in the office and say, I'm going to retire, we talked about football today. You're in the red zone. Let's make sure we have a victory formation before you go in the office and sign your retirement papers. How do you do it? It's pretty easy. You pick up the phone. You give us a call if you don't have an advisor. I'd be more than happy to sit down with you, build a plan right in front of you, educate you along the way so you understand how all these things are going to fit into place to make sure that you get to and through retirement and more importantly that they're in your best interest so susan i urge you not to make that emotional decision and retire because you think you can make a non-emotional decision and retire because you know you can so pick up the phone give us a call i'd love to help you great question susan thank you for that one again the number to call to get in touch with kevin ray is 888-885-PLAN that's 888-885-7526 you can get a complimentary review of your financial plan by calling in and letting kevin know that you'd like to chat a little bit kevin will take you through the simplicity process takes you to and all the way through retirement that way 888-885-PLAN if you need an advisor to walk you through just an example some of the things that we talked about on today's show you know so social security we talked about working with the right advisor we talked a little bit about uh, you know when we talked about the gridiron earlier on like the red zone what happens when you get closer to retirement why do the decisions become so much more important during that time span uh, if you need help understanding how to navigate all these different question marks in retirement that's where Kevin can step in with his three decades of experience in the financial planning world. So give them a call, 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. Call, let them know that you'd like to meet for a review, and Kevin will get that all set up with you, and we'd love to have you in the office there in Pinconning. 888-885-PLAN, 888-885-7526 is the number. Hey, Kevin, really appreciate the time and the help on the show today. Enjoyed this one and looking forward to chatting with you again soon. We'll talk to you next week. Everybody have a good and safe Halloween. We'll see you next time here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.